I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me, as always, is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's episode is sponsored by Valerie M. Once again, we are so thankful for your kind prayers and financial help to keep us on the air on ACN, 3 p.m. on Thursdays. Is that multiple 3 p.m.? Yeah, every 3 p.m. that we can be on. <laughs> that's what we're on. Works for me. Mm-hmm. What's going on today in your world, Becky? Work. Oh, yeah. So, if you do like what we do here on the show... Check us out digitally on most platforms you can find us. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Gab. I think that's all of them, right? Mm -hmm. If you would like to help partner with us, because we are listener-funded, you can give us a call or a text, 509-818-7818. If you don't like what we have to say, I mean, you could text us, but I might not respond to that. I think you would respond. I probably would. It's the adult thing to do. It's the adult thing. Yeah. I don't do that a lot. The yeah. adult thing. Mm. I should work on it. Mm-hmm. Jesus tells us to mm -hmm. suffer the little children, so I thought he meant act like a little child. Ah, uh, well. No? That's foolish. Hey, how about we start today with a hot-button topic that I know has got you riled up? Hmm. The... <laughs> Did you Literature, no. I was paused for dramatic pause. Oh, the school literature that we have here in Spokane County. Mm -hmm. This is good stuff. Yes. District eighty one, mm -hmm. having high school children read books with the f word in it. And so I did some research on this book. The hate you give is the name of it. If you want to buy it, go ahead. I mean, I wouldn't give them any money, but it was uh, birthed. This is the pride. It was birthed out of the BLM movement. And if you're interested, uh, on Tuesday, we posted pictures of a couple pages from the book on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So go check it out. You will be appalled. Here, here's my thing. I'm not a literary genius, mm -mm. but I know good writing. I like to read books. Used to read more. <clears throat> this book just drops the F-bomb a few times, and so I scrolled up to read more of the page, and they're talking about gang members and... Me personally, coming from the life that I came from, this book isn't even written like gang members talk like. <laughs> They're just throwing the F words in there for no reason. That's not even the only cuss word in yeah. it. I'm just saying this is the one that we were privy to see. Mm -hmm. I'm joking. I'm not going to go buy the book. No. Why? When you could get it for free. Yeah. At the high school. I don't want, I don't want to go back to high school. Freshmen, too. Not even, like, 18-year-olds. Yeah. This is a freshman-required reading. So reach out to District 81 if you want and tell them that their required reading is horrible. Yeah. If you can figure out how to pull your kid out of public school, that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. I say that because that's what I did. Go to the school board meeting and read from that book and see how they like it. Mm-hmm. So that was just the hot-button topic we wanted to kick the show off with in case we forgot and didn't get there. 
just how disappointed we are with District 81. Nothing new. I mean, yeah, they've always been the worst district in Spokane, mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So this isn't a shock. Well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta say, it was kind of a shock that that they would send something like that home as required reading. I think everybody sees the stories on the news and they're like, well, that's not my town. Yeah. That's not my school That wouldn't district. happen here. Yeah. Guess what? All other school districts following surrounding District 81, yours will follow. If it's not already. I just need to find the right person that's willing to give up the information that their child was sent home with a book like that or that book. Yeah. Hey, if you do have more pictures of this book, let us know. Hit us up on social media. Be Vigilant 11 on Twitter. We'd love to retweet something like that. I don't think that. it's called Twitter anymore. X, my fault on <laughs> X. At least it means something different when I was a kid when you were on X. Yeah. Anyways, hey, that's not a good segue, but let's segue to what Jesus has to say. Yes. Because that's what we're here for. We're here mm -hmm. to share the gospel. Yep. We're here to promote Christ-likeness in our lives, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you ever meet us, I hope that's what you think when you meet the two of us. I don't have as cool hair as Jesus probably did. No, for sure not. Since you don't have any. <laughs> Rub a dick. Bald. Hey, what I want to read and share with everyone today is from Luke chapter 18 and verses 18 through 30. So it's a bit of a read, but stay with me here. Luke 18, 18 says, And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good save one that is God. Thou knowest the, the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witnesses, honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, these all have I kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, yet lackest thou one thing, sell all that thou hast and distribute unto the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come follow me. We'll pause right there because if we just back up. As I was reading through these and studying on them, some of those are pretty easy. I mean, you may have murdered someone, but mm -hmm. it's it's pretty easy to not murder someone. Yeah. Well, depends on the day. Yeah, sure. Commit adultery. To me, you really have to give yourself over to a reprobate mind to, I mean, not even that. <clears throat> you just have to stray from the word of God, right? Mm -hmm. From the plan of God. Even then, I think you have to be intentional about that because I know people that have been married for many, 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 many years that aren't Christians that mm -hmm. still don't have affairs on their spouse. Yeah. Do not kill, do not steal. Don't bear false witness. That's a little tougher, right? Have you ever lied about someone? Have you ever made someone out to be something or not? No. I'm editorial <laughs> you, right? <laughs> And all these are, all these sins are forgiven mm -hmm. through the blood of Jesus Christ. And we're not trying to say that. I'm getting, I'm getting to the ones that maybe I lack at. Mm -hmm. Honor thy father and thy mother. Mm -hmm. When if you, if you jump over, there's one, Luke missed one, right? Mm -hmm. Honor thy mother and thy father. And if you go back to what Matthew recorded, um, it says... Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Oh. Luke didn't get that one. Now, that's a tough one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That, do you love your neighbor as thyself? Or, even more than yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, so here, here is the what it's laid out. 
so the young ruler says, oh, yeah, I've been doing this all, all my whole life. Is that how you say that? Sure. And Jesus clearly knew that he hadn't, right? Mm-hmm. He didn't say, he said, don't bear false witness. He didn't say a lie. Right. I'm sure. Don't make up stories about people. Yeah. Yourself included, to say that you've done these <laughs> yeah. all from your youth. Yeah. Right. But then, so he tells him, okay, you done all that. Give everything you got away and follow after me. And he was sorrowful, right? Mm-hmm. Just in verse 23 says, and when he had heard this, he was very sorrowful and he was very rich. For he was very rich, sorry. <laughs> and. Yeah. Does it make it tougher if you're rich to follow after Christ's commandment? I think as a human... It would be because you have all this mm-hmm. and most likely he worked for it mm-hmm. and that's difficult to give up. Whereas if you don't have anything or you have very little, you're like, well, what do I have to lose? Yeah. So, I mean, it, I, I can see how it would have been difficult, but I mean, for those of us that didn't have the opportunity to meet Jesus while he was on the earth, mm-hmm. We're like, you stupid idiot. You don't know what you're missing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, basically, this young rich ruler said, I'd rather live for this life right here. And that's, to me, that's where we're at in this world right now is too many people think I need to live for today. I need to live for right now. I wonder, and this is just a thought that popped into my head, and I'm sorry if this is a rabbit trail. Let's do it. Did they know much about hell? I mean, back then, from Old Testament, like where? Well, a lot of our well, I guess yeah, from hell of yeah, hell yeah, come yeah. from Old Testament. Yeah, that's right. So they they had the Torah. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, and if you think about them, their laws, you know, there was no way to never break one of the commandments. Mm-hmm. And there was the what six hundred or so Pharisaical laws, six hundred thirteen, something like that. that. Sounds right. Six hundred thirty-three. I don't know. Way too many. That sounds like a Freemason number, 633. Well, huh. <laughs> you saying the Pharisees Isn't that were weird. Freemasons? Maybe. Are you saying, there, hey, there you go, rabbit trail, but the Pharisees turned into Freemasons. <laughs> phon- phon- phonetically, it's the same, right? <laughs> yeah, sounds awfully similar. Yeah, both wear weird yeah. garb. Let's not go off on that rabbit trail. I've never seen what a Pharisee looks like. I think they just probably looked... Like everyone else, but clean and fancy. Yeah. But yeah, and Jesus will later say that it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. He's not saying it's impossible. No, he's just saying, well, he also said you cannot serve God and mammon, meaning you can't love money and love God at the same time. So that would make it pretty difficult if you have a ton of money. Mm-hmm. To also love God, because when you have everything on earth, you don't, quote, need God. Mm-hmm. And, and so for the next verse, you know, after the he was very sorrowful, right? I believe it's in Mark that records it and says. Um, then Jesus beholding, beholding him, loved him. And this is Mark in verse 21. And he said unto him, one thing thou lackest, go thy way and sell whatsoever thou has and give to the poor and thou shalt have treasure in heaven and come to take up the cross and follow me. So he's what got me there as I read these 
was the, the beginning of verse 21. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved him. After this dude just lied to him. <laughs> oh, I've been doing that my whole life. Jesus still loved him. Mm-hmm. So that's what I took away from reading that is, man, okay, we're going to deal with hypocrites. We're going to deal with the lost. We're going to deal with Christians that have strayed. We're going to deal with Christians that don't want to hear you. Mm-hmm. And we have to act like Jesus did in love, right? That's hard to do. It is very hard to do because I'm not Jesus. And people just wear the wrong shirt and make me mad. Exactly. Real, real. People learn how to drive in really Spokane. Really mad. It makes me really mad. I mean, okay. really mad. Hey. Then I have to stay quiet about it because I'm at work. People shouldn't wear that shirt. Yeah, because guess what? Abortion is murder, not health care. Moving on. Oh, all right. So that's a good tangent to go off because we need to respond in love. That is what Jesus told us to. That's what he showed us he did. I mean, me, even if I was one of the disciples, I probably would have I would have LOL'd <laughs> in Bible times, whatever that is. I guess I got to look up the Hebrew words for laugh out loud. <laughs> but that's what I would have done. LOL sounds like it could be an old Hebrew word. Yeah. I LOL'd. Because it's like Elohim. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So jumping back over to Luke, right? And that's the next verses are that it's easier for a camel to go through the needle's eye for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. Verse 26. And they that heard it said... Who then can be saved? And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. Then Peter said, Lo, we have left all and followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting. A lot to unpack right there on that one, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But so there he is. He's saying you get that camel to go through that needle, and there's a lot of different people that you know can give you different interpretations of what exactly that meant. Mm-hmm. Whatever, it's a big object trying to go through a little object. It's difficult to do. Yeah, because you know there's stories like J.C. Penny mm-hmm. reading that you know an illustration that goes along with these verses I'm reading here. Is he wasn't saved till after he lost all his money. He made a bunch of money again. And, you know, everybody, if you know the story of J.C. Penney is when he started getting money, he gave his 10% tithe, right? Mm-hmm. And then the more he made, he reversed that pay structure. So instead of keeping 90 and giving 10, then maybe he kept 85, gave 15, so on and so forth to the point before he died in 1971, he was keeping 10% and giving 90% to basically church and church like mm-hmm. affiliations. I mean that's a beautiful story. And he was still a multimillionaire. Yeah. He wasn't hurting. It wasn't like he was living. Well destitute. but that's because God blessed his his giving faith. Yeah. And that, so that's what Peter says, hey, Lo, to me whenever I see Loa, it, I think I'm like, hey, yo, yeah. New Yorkers. Pay attention. Yeah. Yo, over here. He says, The Lord, we've given up everything to follow after you. What do we get? Of course, that's Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Eternity. Yeah. And that's Pete. what Jesus says. Pete. Verily I say unto you, there is no man that hath left house, parents, or brethren, or wife, or children, for the kingdom of God's sake, who shall not receive manifold more in this present time. Stop right there. More in this present time. Blessings, riches if you want, 
You can go back to Solomon, who can be so many different illustrations, but Solomon, when God said, you know, you're taking over for David, mm-hmm. and Solomon says, am I saying that right? Solomon. Solomon? Not Solomon? No. Salmon? It's S-O-L-O. Solomon. M-A-N. The son of David, king of Israel. Was his prayer? He said, you've given me these people. I don't want anything but knowledge on how to lead them how you would mm-hmm. want me to. And God says, well, hey, you didn't ask for riches. You didn't ask for your enemy's, your enemy's head. You asked for knowledge on how to guide thy people, my people. And so he said, I will give you knowledge and wisdom and riches as well. Mm-hmm. But then there's other ones. If you go into uh, further books of Solomon, where he ends up not happy because he's got everything. Because he strayed. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah. 900 wives will do that to you. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I don't know how he did 900. One is plenty for me. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> or else. Yeah. But he's a different man. That's why I wonder about the wisdom sometimes, too. I know. But that's just, these are the thoughts that are in my head. Mm-hmm. God hasn't told me to keep them there, so sometimes I let them out. <laughs> but no, you know, once he gets all the things, you know, I've planted the vineyard, I've planted the, you know, this, that. I've had these riches. I realize it's all vanity. He says this. He re- I realize this is all garbage, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, he's a great illustration for many different parts of living for the world, living for God, living for the world. Kind of took after his dad, right? David was a man after God's own heart, but mm-hmm. then still. Did the worst things you can do as a human. Yeah, adultery, murder. Uh, yep. <laughs> it's a, it, these are good, good things to think about because so much of what the devil wants us to be focused on is ourselves. Yep. Like I said, um, not that long ago, we have this little compact mirror at our desk at work. And I, you know, it's just like a mirror you carry in your purse. Nothing wrong with that, right? I open it up and read it. It has a little saying in it that says, I am rich in self-love. And I looked at my coworker and I said, well, I hate this now. And then again, the other day, I was like, uh, get rid of that satanic mirror. Why is it satanic? I said, and I had to explain to them why being rich in self-love is the opposite of how we should be. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're not saved individuals. Yeah. But when I explained it to you should love others more than yourself, uh, they understood what I meant. They don't think it's a satanic mirror per se. Maybe I like to be a little exaggerating, but... Well, people that don't know who Christ is, mm-hmm. and young Christians, baby Christians, if you will, they think that there can be a duality in mm-hmm. the world and be all right. That is a big satanic word. Yeah. Duality. Well, Yin and yang. Yeah. They think that male it's and okay. Female. But tell me in the Bible where it says if it's not of God, it's okay. I'm pretty sure it says the exact, I can't remember the mm-hmm. exact verse, but mm-hmm. there's two things. Yeah. If it honors and glorifies God, it's most likely godly, right? Mm-hmm. God con- condones that. Or it's of the prince of this place, the devil. Mm-hmm. What Satan wants you to do is feel like, I'm good enough, I'm content. Yep. This this is for Christians. This isn't for lost people. For Christians, that the devil wants you to think, oh, I've look what I have done. Mm-hmm. I've made X amount of money. I've got a house. I give my tithe. I'm good. 
And so now I deserve this. I deserve self-care. I need to be happy. Mm-hmm. That's why the divorce rate is so high. I'm just not happy. I've heard so many people say, even when I was getting divorced, well, God wants you to be happy. Well, no, I don't really think he cared about my happiness. So that was like leading me in. And I didn't, I wasn't like, yeah, you're right. Let's sign these papers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, he doesn't want me to be murdered. Yeah. Maybe. Well, he wants you to, you know, in these He verses, wants me to live biblically. And if you've given your life, he will repay you manifold in this present time, mm-hmm. today, this life. Yeah. Also, I wasn't consulting God during that time, or I probably wouldn't have been in that situation from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Had I consulted him even... From the jump? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, that's enough about me. Getting <laughs> deep today. Yeah, it's not really deep. Oh, it's not? It's pretty shallow. Divorce is pretty shallow. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> uh, she stumped me on that one, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I'm never an advocate for it. Yeah. I mean... Because... I don't think that makes to me. To me, that might be one of the lies of Satan too. Is that there's soulmates out there for you? Yeah. Now you have to work at it. Well, here's here's our joke, and anybody that's been in the military, it's the millions of the uh, billions of uh, the opposite sex in the world, and you found yours in the barracks. Yeah. Right. How convenient. Yeah. It, <laughs> to me, there isn't a soulmate. There isn't that one exact perfect person for you. There's the two people that come together in the holy union that God has ordained mm-hmm. that say, I'm going to put God first. This is how marriages work. I'm going to put God first, and I'll put you second. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put us together. Yep. I'm no marriage counselor, but I've just read the hierarchy of how mm-hmm. marriages should work. It's you, in the Bible. You've read not... the ultimate marriage guide. Yeah. The B-I-B-L-E. <laughs> well, I didn't know you could spell. I can spell that one. Don't ask me anything else. Antonia used to spell it the B-I-P-L-E. That's because she's a gangster. No, she was three. Always been. Oh. Yeah. And here's a verse on Paul's ultimate self-evaluation of this, of how we should be. In 1 Timothy 1, in verse 15, this is a faithful saying and worthy of all except as, of all acceptation. <laughs> that Christ Jesus came unto the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knew he was a dirtbag before. Well, yeah, he was a murderer. Yeah. But <laughs> this is, well, as I read this, it, it hit me of who I am chief. Before I go pulling the stick out of my brother's eye, mm-hmm. pull the moat out of my own, mm-hmm. that's the self-evaluation we need to have. Mm-hmm. We are the worst of sinners. Every one of us. That's the truth. Isaiah says, nothing but filthy rags is my righteousness, right? Mm-hmm. And so that we need to do that self-evaluation. To me, that's going to help us from feeling self-righteous and to lean more into the true righteousness of what Jesus has planned for us. Mm-hmm. I can tell you personally, the more I draw nigh to God, that's a King James word if you don't have it in your Bible. Yeah, big time. The closer I draw to God, the more he blesses me out here in today's world. Mm-hmm. I'm all right. My salvation's wrapped. I know when this broken down old body finally gives out on me, I got something way better in store. 
But until then, I can see him at work in my life, mm -hmm. in my family's life, in my friend's life, because and everybody's at different speeds. You know, to me, that's the beautiness. That's some of the stuff we get to witness through our day-to-day -day walk with God is looking at people grow in Christ. Mm -hmm. Lives changed, transformed. It could even be just be small transforming. Like, stop swearing. You see somebody mm -hmm. that's going to run to Christ and they stop swearing. You know that that something they did. That's something that God has convicted them to and given them the power to. Mm -hmm. Unlike the lady that wrote that book. Yeah. For ninth graders. Back to that book. It's just, it's a horribly written book. <laughs> it's not even a good story. No. Like, I know gang members. That's not how they talk. <laughs> I don't know. Matthew 6, 21 says, For where your treasure is there will your heart be also. Yep. You got to think about that. Is your treasure on heaven? Or is your treasure here on earth? And we're not, we're also not saying to live a poverty gospel here where no. you get nothing. We're, you know, you're supposed to pay your bills. Mm -hmm. If you do a good job, you should get a, a, a good wage. Mm -hmm. We're not socialists. But if, to the point where I'd rather see you make more for doing more. Mm -hmm. We are definitely not saying that. What we're saying is we've got to give more of ourselves. If you look around the world. Like, man, there's so many things screwed up. There's the school system screwed up. The, you know, the political system screwed up. The child care system screwed up. If, if it has a system and a government attached to it, it's screwed up. That's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. The, you know, the abortion dilemma we have here, which shouldn't be a dilemma. No. Murder is murder, right? Because for so long, the communists and the socialists changed education. And they've shifted the narrative to the point where people think that it's health care. Well, no, we have to get back. We have to incrementally take things back through the love of God, through the truth of the Bible. That's how we win. That's how mm -hmm. we win souls to God. That's how we win the moral degeneration that we see going on in this world. We can't go in with guns blazing and shoot you because you disagree. No. It's not what God wants. No. Not yet anyways read the end of the book things change yeah but we're not there yet not so right there keep your gun in your holster yeah are we this show's almost over huh mm -hmm. we hope you guys appreciated what we had to say today if you liked it you can text us 519-818-7818 once again if you'd like to help keep us on the air on acn 3 p.m's <laughs> or just 3 p.m multiple on thursdays hey we got to give a shout out we had a great time with Ashley from Emancipation Propaganda. She, uh, the part two will be on tomorrow. If you missed it, you can go on to Podbean or wherever she puts her music, We, her show. And we did <laughs> two-part. Part one is already out there on the social medias. But part two will be tomorrow, ACN, 3 p.m. on Friday. Mm-hmm. Becky, I thank you for your input and your being here with me. <laughs> Not making too much fun of me. Hey, for Becky, I'm Matt. Until next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew. And I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they want to kill kids in the womb. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Bring